God has no greater joy than to hear that His children are walking in the truth. We are dedicated to letting the truth of God's Word lead us. You are listening to One Truth Ministries Podcast. Here is your host, Ashley Posey. Hello, welcome to One Truth Podcast. I'm so excited to have you back and listening again. What a privilege it is to get to share the truth of God's Word his powerful truth via podcasts. I'm just so excited. We're all pretty thrilled over here at One Truth. I hope you are too. Thank you so much for listening in today. And I just want to jump right in to our study of God and His Word today. I want to pray for us as we get going. And I hope wherever you are uh, right now that you are able to just uh, focus your attention, your your eyes, your heart, your ears, to tune into what God is saying to you today through His Word, uh, that you would be changed and transformed, excited, um, you just uh, pumped up with love for Him today. We really do pray for that for each and every one of us, that He would begin to flow out of us as we take him in through his word. So let's pray this this uh, at this time, and we will get going. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about your word, this opportunity, God, to hear from you, to remember who you are and who you have made us to be. God, may we be people who do not just know about you, but who know you. And so today, Lord, through all that you are teaching us, may we be a people who remembers you. God, may we not forget you in our days, uh, through our conversations, in our activities. May we remember our God in your name. Lord, we pray that you are glorified and exalted and lifted high above everything else in our life. God, you are supreme in Jesus' name. Amen. If you were with us last time, you will have remembered that we were talking about our God is a God who remembers us. Our God remembers us. And it was it's so neat to get to hear that in the Word of God, to see that truth um, be shared and be told. And when God remembers us, I mean, you just see an outflow of His power, don't you? When, when He remembers His people in His Word, that is just to go before a time of outpouring His power. It's, it, it's a time that goes before His action and His speech that will give direction to us if we remember what we talked about the last time. But when God remembers us, you're going to see an outflow outflow of his power. And I want us to know today that God, the God who remembers us, calls us to be a people who remembers him. And I love the fact that God knows how easy it is uh, for our finite minds to forget, to forget many things. And we talked a lot about that last time, but we forget so easily. We have very short memories, honestly. And if we're going to be completely honest with ourselves, we probably already forgot several things today, but we are a people who forget very easily. The sad part to me, the devastating part, and the detrimental part to our walk with God is that so often we will forget what God has done. And we forget what He has done over and over. We forget what God has commanded us over and over again. But even more, sometimes we just simply forget our God. Have you ever considered how easy it is to go through your day sometimes and not think of God at all? I mean, I'm ashamed to say this. This happens. I know it does to all of us where we can make it to the end of our day and say, you know what? I didn't even think about God today. I didn't talk with him today. I didn't open his word up today. He was not on my mind and in my thoughts and in my actions. It's so easy for us to forget not just what God has done or not just what he has commanded. Sometimes we forget God himself. 
And to me, there's nothing that is more sad in our state of humanity to that. It's, it's a dangerous moment when we forget our God. But in fact, it really does surprise me just how quickly and easily we do forget. Have you ever noticed God can do something amazing in our lives? Amazing. And we're telling the world, world about it. We're talking to our family about it. God can do something so incredible. And then in just maybe even a day later, a couple days later, we will forget what he has done and we will start complaining about what that next thing is that's happening in our life. We'll start automatically complaining about this next thing that isn't fixed yet or this area of our life that's frustrating. And we tend to go back to that area of complaint, that lifestyle of complaint, rather than remembering, remembering, remembering what God has done, who he is and what he has uh, told us and shared with us in our lives. The most clear thing to me, honestly, is that we need repetition. We are a people who need repetition. And when it comes to God, can I just say this? We cannot be reminded enough when it comes to God. So this might be something you've, you've heard before, you've thought of before, but I'm going to tell you, we cannot be reminded of the truth of God enough in our life. Why? Because we forget so easily. We forget so easily. And so to jump right into the word today, it is for this reason and with this foreknowledge that God set up his people the way that he did with specific commands, with detailed instructions so that they would be a people who remembers. And if you can go back with me all the way to the beginning when God was creating a people for himself, uh, the people called Israel, the children of Israel, if you remember that time period, God was setting them up to be a people who would remember their God and that they would most importantly remember who he is and what he has done and what it is that he is calling them to. That is something that God um, had set up right away, right from the beginning. And I want us to take a look at some of those things um, in just a moment. But I want you to think about this. When God remembers us, we know that he is pouring out his blessing on us. When he remembers us, that's always going to uh, come before a time of him pouring out his blessing. But what I want to ask us is when we remember our God, do we pour out blessing toward him? Are we praising him? Are we glorifying him for who he is? Because that's what he called his people to do. I want us to think about back to the book of Deuteronomy, when God is creating this people for himself, the children of Israel, I want you to remember how God leads Moses to train them because it really is a training and he's going to reiterate this truth over and over and over again. And I think it's incredibly important that we remember this as well. So at the beginning of Deuteronomy, Moses is going to start this book by recounting for Israel their history. He reminds them of all that God has done in order to bring them to this point in their lives. And I'm saying this because I want to encourage us, even where you are right now, maybe you can start thinking about what has God done in my life already? What is it that I know God has done? How has he showed himself, revealed himself? Uh, how is he... Uh, how have I experienced his power in my life? And so I want us to think about that because that's how Moses begins this book of Deuteronomy for the children of Israel, recounting for them their history with God. He reminds them of all that God has done. He reminds them of Egypt and their escape, the Red Sea, the manna that God brought down, the water he gave him um, from the rock. He reminds them even of their shoes and their clothes that never wore out because of the power of God. He's reminding them over and over again what God has done for them, everything God's done, and how he's now brought them to the brink of entering the promised land. 
And so Moses recalls for them the trials and the challenges that they had already faced. But in doing that, he's reminding them that God had miraculously brought them through each and every one of those. He knew that they were going to continue to face challenges and hard times, right? Because that's promised to us. And so he knew that that would be something they would experience again and again and again. But he knew that the God who had brought them through so much already would be the same God that was going to go with them now. So I want you to listen to how he opens this up. I'm just going to jump to chapter 4 in Deuteronomy verse 9. He says this, and listen to this warning, but watch out. Be careful never to forget what you yourselves have seen. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live. Be sure to pass them on to your children and to your grandchildren. He says, never forget, never forget. Be careful to never forget what you yourself have seen God do. He calls them to remember. And I'm going to tell you something. I believe God is calling us to that right now. In the next couple of weeks, you'll hear me talk about why that is so crucial in our current state of affairs in America, what's going on right now within our nation, even what's going on within the Christianity of our nation. But I believe strongly that God is calling us to be a people who remembers him right now. And so as I began reading and studying this out further, I felt God impress upon me three very specific life-changing outcomes that take place when we remember God and what He has already done for us. And I just want to share those with you. So three life-changing outcomes that, that, we, that will take place as we remember all that God's already done for us, but also three outcomes that take place when we forget. So the moment we forget, we're going to find that there's a separate outcome that can take place as well. So the first one is this. When we remember all that God's done in our lives, it will strengthen our faith. And that's the truth. If we remember God and what He has done in our life, it will strengthen our faith. It can't help but do anything but that. You're going to find that's a natural outcome, that every time you remember God, you remember something that He has done in your life as He has shown Himself to be God, your faith will grow. The more we see God for who He truly is and who He has revealed Himself to be, the more our faith will become strengthened. It will grow stronger. But listen to this. If we allow ourselves to forget we're going to become tempted to abandon our faith in God and serve something or someone else instead. And that's also true. If we allow ourselves to forget our God, we will become tempted to abandon our faith in God and serve someone else or something else instead. And so God's allowed them to see all these things that he has done for, for them for a very specific reason. And I want you to hear that in um, chapter four, and I'm going to read verse 35. He says this, Moses tells the people, God has shown you these things so you would know that the Lord is God and there is no other. He lets you hear his voice so that he could instruct you so that you could see how great he is. I want you to hear that. He showed you these things so you would know that the Lord is God and there is no other. Moses later goes on to warn them further to not forget about what God has done or they will be tempted to serve other gods. He's going to continue in on that chapter telling him this very truth. And it could be that he was remembering that they had already failed at this earlier. Do you remember how quickly the Israelites forgot God when Moses was getting the Ten Commandments from him? You know, it had taken them uh, Moses a little longer than the Israelites had wanted. And so what happened? They quickly forgot all that God had done. Can you imagine forgetting so quickly that God had parted the Red Sea and they walked on dry land? Could you imagine forgetting already the plagues that God had sent down to 
to judge Egypt the way he had shown himself to be supreme over every other god of Egypt that the, the Egyptians had been worshiping, they had quickly forgotten who he was and they decided they needed another god. And so what happened? They abandoned their faith in God and they served something else. And we can have that happen to us in the very same way. Oftentimes, God will do something huge in our lives just so we know that He is God. I want you to think about those right now. I know each and every one of you has something in your life where you say, I mean, God did this and it was huge. God did this and it was huge. And He does that so that we will know He is God. But the question is, will we choose to remember and let it strengthen our faith or will we forget, abandon our faith in Him and serve ourselves, our money, or someone else Instead, when we remember our God, it will strengthen our faith. When we forget, we will be tempted to abandon our faith. And sadly, there are many, many, many who had followed Christ right now, even in our own country, who are quickly abandoning their faith. And I truly believe the reason is they've forgotten who their God is. They've forgotten Him. And so that's one outcome that can take place. When we remember what God has done, our faith will be strengthened. When we forget who He is, we will be tempted to abandon our faith. Second, when we remember what God has done and who He is, it will give us courage. It gives us courage. But when we forget, it will lead to discouragement and it will lead to fear. And what's interesting to me is through the prompting of God, Moses knew that there would be big battles for the children of Israel when they began taking the promised land. But he also knew that God had already fought big battles for them and won. He destroyed all of Pharaoh's army just a short time before this. And so Moses began encouraging the people to remember what God had done for them so that they might gain courage from it. And so listen to what he says in chapter 7, verses 18 through 19. He says, but don't be afraid of them. He's telling them, listen, as we begin taking this land God has promised us, as we begin marching into Canaan, we're going to go through battle after battle after battle to attain what God has promised us. He says, but don't be afraid of any of them. Just remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh into all the land of Egypt. Remember the great terrors the Lord your God sent against them. You saw it all with your own eyes. Remember the miraculous signs and wonders, the strong hand and powerful arm with which he brought you out of Egypt. The Lord your God will use that same power against all the people you fear. Did you hear that? The same power that he had used to bring them out of Egypt. He says, God will use that same power against all the people you fear. Did you hear how many times he's calling them to remember? Do not be afraid. Remember, remember, remember. And then in 21, he says, again, do not be afraid of those nations for the Lord your God is among you and he is a great and awesome God. Remember him. Remember what he has done. He called them to remember the great trials they had already faced and that God's hand had been the one who had brought them through safely. Moses reminded them that the same God will be going with them now and will do the very same thing. The perfect example of this that I love, and maybe you're thinking of it in your head in the Bible, is the story of David when he was young. 
We remember that time, right? David goes and up to the Israelite camp and they're facing the army of the Philistines and Goliath has come out repeatedly to mock God and his people. David hears this and he, he is absolutely uh, saddened. He's angered. He's frustrated. He cannot believe that the children of Israel are allowing this Philistine giant to defame their God. And so he says, I'll go out there. I'll fight him. And we remember what happens. Uh, Saul, it says, you know, we'll put on my armor. You don't know what you're doing. You're too young. You know, you're inexperienced. You, you are unsafe to go out there. So put on my armor. And David can barely move. He can't move around in this armor. And he says, no, I don't need that. I'm going in the power of the Lord my God. And nobody could understand why he had such bravery. And David says, listen, I've been a shepherd my whole life. I've kept my father's sheep and God has kept me that whole time. And he says, whenever a lion would come to attack my sheep, God would give me the power to defeat that lion with my bare hands. He said the same thing was true with the bear that would come to attack the sheep. God would come and give him power and authority over that bear strength. And David would defeat that animal. And he says, the very same God who did that is going to bring down this giant. And he says, listen, you come at me, Goliath, with, with all your weapons, with the army that you have behind you, but I come at you with the power and the strength of the name of the Lord. And David knew all I need is a sling and a stone, and God will do the rest. And he did. He did. When we remember what God has already done in the midst of our past trials, we're going to be able to see new trials as an opportunity for God to do something else wonderful, either in our situation or inside of us. And I want us to be really thinking about that. I love how David did that. He was able to go meet this giant head on because he says, listen, I remember how God was with me all the other times in my life, and he will be with me this time. He will be with me this time. And that's what we have to remember. When we can start to allow ourselves to remember what God has already done, you will find your courage and boldness begin to build inside of you because you know that same God is with you. And it doesn't matter what the outcome is if he decides that, you know, he's going to work in a wonderful way within that situation or just internally inside of us, God will work in a miraculous, mighty way. And we get to look at things now as an opportunity for God to be huge. And that's something that we really uh, care about in our home is whenever we hit a wall or we, we come against a frustration and there's a hardship, somebody in our family will remind the rest of us, hey, this is an opportunity for God to be big. And it really is. And we can start to get excited and be filled with courage knowing this is an opportunity for God to show himself in a mighty, mighty way. So I want you to remember the second point. When we remember what God has done and who he is in our past, it will give us courage to face the future. But when we forget, we can be filled immediately with discouragement and with fear. And so we have to remember that. When we remember our God, first, like we've already covered, it will strengthen our faith. Secondly, it will fill us with courage. This last point I want us to remember is that when we begin to remember uh, who God is, what he has done in our lives, it will keep us humble. But when we forget what God has done, it will lead us to pride. It will every single time. And Moses was so very concerned about this particular point that when the children of Israel took the promised land and he, he was worried that when they began to build a life there and make their homes there and gain wealth, that they would forget who it was that brought them there in the first place, who it was that gave all of that to them. And so listen to what he says in chapter eight, uh, starting in verse 10. He says this, when you have eaten your fill, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. 
But that is the time you have to be careful. Beware, he says, that in your plenty, you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands and his regulations and decrees that I've given you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and have built fine homes to live in, and when your flocks and your herds have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, be careful. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God. The Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions where it was so hot and dry. Do not forget that it was him who gave you water from the rock that fed you with manna in the wilderness. He did this to humble you and test you for your own good. He did all of this so that you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength. He says, remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant that he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. And so he calls them to remember so that they will not be destroyed by pride. So they won't be destroyed by pride, just like the children of Israel. I want to make this very clear. We too can forget what God has done to bring us to this very point in our lives, we can become prideful by thinking that it was only by our own strength, by our own power, that we are where we are. And this is a very dangerous place to be because the Bible also says pride comes before destruction. Moses was warning them to always remember their God, to give honor to him, glory to him for all that he has done so they will not become full of pride. You know how it goes. Sometimes we really depend on God, we'll look to God, we'll remember God when things are hard. And then all of a sudden, God will work in a miraculous way in our situation. And somehow, after just a a short period of time, we start to believe that somehow it was by our own strength that that happened. And now all of a sudden, this pride sets in and we forget all about the God who worked in our life. And this is what Moses is warning against right here, that we would remember to give honor to God for all he's done so that we don't become full of pride. And so I want to remind you of this. When we remember what God has done for us in our lives, it will keep us humble But when we forget him, it will lead us to pride. Always, it will lead us to pride. So I want us to be considering this today as we're listening um, about this topic, because when God calls us to remember him, he does not just mean that we would have a cognitive activity in our heads. He's not saying, hey, I want you to remember me like you might remember a dead uh, a dead family member that you love very dearly, or that you're recalling somebody that you knew a long time ago. He wants us to affectionately call back to our mind the person of God himself. He wants our mind to be awakened to him again and that this awakening would lead us into action, would lead us into action. And I want you to hear that again. When God asks us to remember him, he is asking that we will have an awakening in our mind that we would call back to ourselves the person of God himself and that this awakening, that this focus of God would lead us into action. And so I want to end today by giving you a few tips, a few pointers that are important in my own life of how I can help myself to not forget, but to remember my God. And so I want to just list these. I want to ask you to think about them, to see how they may apply to your life, even this very week, next week. 
but we are called to be a people who remember our God, who do not forget him. And so first of all, I want us to understand something. God has given us his spirit, who the Bible says will bring to our mind, will bring to our remembrance everything that God has said. And so one of the ways that we remember God is through the power of his spirit within us. And if you do not know Christ, if he's not your Lord and Savior, the Spirit of God is not dwelling in you. And so I want to encourage you with that today. If you're hearing this, maybe even accidentally you think, I want to tell you something. God wants you to hear this from him, that he loves you so much that his son died for you, that he himself gave his life for you, so that if you will recognize his lordship in your life, then you will be saved. We already know this. He's died for our sins. And as we begin that relationship with him and saying, I believe that you died for my sins. I know I'm a sinner. I know I need saved. Then God promises to fill us with his spirit, that we will be cleansed, we will be forgiven, and we will be in right relationship with him again. And so that's the first step, of course, with all of this uh, in this walk with the Lord. Being a people who do not forget him starts with his own spirit living in us who will help us to remember. I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit in my life because he reminds me continually who my God is, and who I am in Him. So I want you to think about this, some tips on not forgetting God, but remembering Him. Number one, think on Him. Thinking on Him is one of the best ways that we can remember Him. I want you to listen to what Psalm um, 72 verse 12 says. Each one of these, I want to give you a scripture so you know where I'm coming from with them. Psalm 77 12 says this, I will ponder all your work. I will meditate on your mighty deeds. A way for us to not forget our God, but to remember him is to think on him, ponder, meditate on all that God has done. So the first one I would say is thinking on God is going to help you remember him. And I want to encourage you this week, think on him, ponder, just like scripture says, ponder all that God has done in your life, meditate on all of his mighty deeds. Secondly would be this thanking God for what he's done. So thinking on God and thanking God for what he's done. Listen to Psalm 9-1. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I'm going to give thanks to the Lord as I recount everything he's done. So it starts with thinking on what he's done for us. And then it's going to move us into this step of thanking him, thanking him, thanking him. Can I tell you, the more you are thankful towards your God, you will not forget him. The more you thank him every day of your life, thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that. I I find that in my life now, I can't pray before I thank him. My prayers begin always with thanking him, either for who he is, what he's done, what he's doing in my life. So number one, think on God. Number two, thank God. And number three, tell somebody about what he's done. Telling somebody about what he's done is going to help you remember it over and over again. I love um, all of what the Bible says on this, but Deuteronomy even covers this. We are to tell others. And Moses, uh, through God's prompting, tells us, start with your kids and your grandkids. Tell your family about what God has done. He tells them, listen, when you rise up in the morning, when you're walking about your day, when you're going to bed, when you're eating breakfast, talk about who God is and what he has done. Tell your kids, tell your grandkids, listen, this is what God's done in my life. And I want to tell you, Joshua 4, if you were to read that whole chapter, is going to give you that same advice. Tell somebody about this. Because you know what Revelation tells us? It tells us this is how we're going to overcome this world, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Our testimonies are powerful, powerful things. They will help us overcome the work of the enemy in our lives. They will help us to overcome that temptation to forget our God. Talk about it. 
Talk about it. So number one, think on it. Number two, thank God for it. Number three, talk about it. Tell somebody what God has been doing in your life. Number four, take down what God has done in your life. That means write out what he's done. Journal about it. Even if you're not one that loves journaling, this will help you to remember God continually. So I really want to encourage you on this one. Take down, write down what God has done in your life. If you don't think that this is scriptural, listen to Psalm 102, 18. It says, write down for the coming generation what the Lord has done so that people not yet born will praise him. It's one of my favorite things. It's one of the reasons I write everything. Write down for the coming generation what the Lord has done so that people not yet born will praise him. Will praise him. You guys, this should get us excited. This gets me excited. This is so awesome. I know so many uh, mothers-to-be right now. I think about my own grandkids who are not yet born, nowhere near being born. I am writing down what God has done in our lives so that future generations will praise His name. How do we not forget our God? We think on Him. We thank Him. We tell others about Him, and we write it down. We take down what God has done. The last one I want to share with you is taking part in what God has done for us. Taking part. This means participating in and creating even physical traditions that will help us remember our God. Christ set the first one up for us. In 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four. he says, this is my body given for you. Do this continually in remembrance of me. And so he set up the tradition or the ordinance for us of communion, of that time we come together for this one purpose. And he gives us the purpose that we would remember him, not remember our sins, not remember our past, but remember who he is and what he has done for us. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. 2 Thessalonians 2.15 says, stand firm and hold on to the traditions you were taught. It goes a long way to help us remember our God when we take part, when we take part in, when we create even physical traditions or, or actions that will help us remember our God. And so just in case you're maybe even writing them down and you're wondering some of these tips on how not to forget our God throughout our week, think on what he has done. Thank him for who he is and what he has done. Tell somebody about what he has done. Take it down, write it down for future generations and take part in an actual activity to remember him. One of the things we do in our home happens every Thanksgiving. We add to our book of remembrance of what God has done so that we can thank him for it. But it is something that we will all actively, physically take part in and it helps us to remember our God. We are called to be a people who remember who our God is, what he has done, and what he has called us to. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for who you are. I thank you for what you have called us to. I thank you that you remember us. God, may we be a people who remember you. Lord, it's not just a command you've given, Lord, but it is something that is needed within us. God, we need to remember you. It's what's going to build our faith. It's what's going to keep us humble. It's what's going to give us courage and boldness to follow you into what you have for us next. May we be a people who remember our great God. In Jesus' name, amen.